Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com or by phone at 215-259-3687. Thank you for your calls and emails. Uh, I guess the thing that I wanted to talk to you today about was essentially cross-examination, but it has some, you know, correlation to what normal non-lawyer people do or non-litigators do in their daily lives. So I'm preparing to get ready for binding arbitration, which is like a mini trial. And my job essentially is twofold. One, to present a strong case for my client, but the other is to essentially prepare him for what I expect to be the defense cross-examination. So I want my client to walk into his um, testimony fully prepared and able to answer whatever's coming at him. Now, is that a uniquely lawyer skill? Yeah, it is because, you know, that's kind of what we do is anticipate issues and problems like I don't prepare you on your date of birth or where you lived for the past 10 years or what you do for a living frankly you know that stuff and if you can't answer that we have a problem (laughs) so what do I prepare you on I go through the medical records with a fine-tooth comb and evaluate issues problems that you wouldn't guess were, were an issue so for example you know if you go to the ER after a car crash and you don't mention your knee is hurting, and then six months later, you're complaining that I have a knee injury as a result of the car crash. You know, it's not too hard for a claim rep or defense lawyer to say, look, you didn't complain about this. They're totally unrelated. And then, you know, you and I have to, as client and and lawyer, have to discuss how we're going to address that. Is there a family member? Is there another doctor note within a week or two? Is there something that ties them together? Did you have a history of knee problems or not? So, but, you know, what am I seeing in the medical records that maybe your average person doesn't? If I asked you to review your own medical records, first of all, they're not going to make a lot of sense to you for the most part. Second of all, like, are you going to see and appreciate the significance of the fact that there's no mention of knee problems. Well, maybe if you're digging down looking for cross-examination material, but that's kind of how I look at things is like, hey, I know my guy's going to be fine on direct examination when I'm questioning him, but what's going to hurt him on cross? And that's sort of what you start looking for as you get, you know, progress in your career is like, well, you know, where are the inconsistencies? Where are the weaknesses? What If I were the defense lawyer, you know, it's hard in regular life to put yourself in someone else's shoes, but professionally, it's not as hard. So what do you do? You say, okay, if I was Joe Blow defense lawyer, you know, if I was a good defense lawyer, how would I approach this? What would I take out? What would I harp on as as the most significant issues? And that's kind of the, uh, you know, that's the, that's the fight that we have as lawyers on either side. And you know, the the hardest work in preparing for that is, you know, reading everything, being fully familiar with the case, and then talking through the issues with your client. Sometimes the clients have really good explanations for things. Sometimes the clients have really good facts that the defense lawyer will never know. Sometimes you can 
laid traps for the defense lawyer when, you know, they say, oh, he didn't tell the ER something, you know, back to our original example. You know, that's that's a, a difficult problem for a client to have, but, you know, there are a thousand ways to deal with that. Um, you know, one of them is, oh, I had a scratch or an abrasion, or I had a, or I have a scar from that. One way that, you know, I often try and counsel people not to handle that is, well, the ER got it wrong, or the medical record's not accurate. You know, the, (laughs) short of a contemporaneous photo of your knee all bruised, which some people do have, or scars, you know, the contemporaneous record is the medical record or the EMS chart or the police report. You know, you're there for medical care. So the medical professionals are making notes. Now, they may get it wrong and they do sometimes, you know, and oftentimes big city ERs are very busy places, but it's not great response to criticize them, basically say, look, you know, I mentioned it to them, they didn't note it down, that's okay. That's different than saying, you know, they were wrong or they didn't think about it. I've actually had, I think one case, I'm trying to remember which case it was, but one case about less than a year ago, I had a case where the the medical records said, you know, nothing about back pain, which was kind of an issue in the case. But what did the ER chart, the ER medical records said, client is having substantial chest pain, not back pain, chest pain, and we're going to work her up for cardiac, you know, for a heart attack. She's very stressed because her nephew died this morning. All right. So, you know, in preparing her for her deposition, I sat, I read through all the medical records, and I was like, huh. That's weird. Um, You know, and I knew the client pretty well, but I just hadn't discussed, you know, nephew death with her. So I asked her, I said, did your nephew die? She goes, no, I don't have a nephew. (laughs) And uh, I said, oh, anyone else die? She goes, no. So, you know, that was one example of where, look, this was, you know, Einstein's ER. It was a big city ER. It's a busy afternoon. You know, people doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And, you know, my client with her, you know, low-level motor vehicle crash and low-level back pain was obviously not a priority. And some, you know, lower-level person, not one of the docs, but, a you know, a physician's assistant, you know, just put the wrong note in the wrong chart. There's some other chart out there with my client's probably complaints of back pain in it. <laughs> but, you know, I did end up pointing that out to defense counsel, and it, and it kind of became a funny point in the case where, like, there's really no way around the fact that, you know, what my client said to the doctors or said to the PA or said to the hospital was not recorded accurately. So, you know, you never know. I mean, part of the the moral of the story is talk to your clients and, and get the full scope of things, even if they're really difficult. Look, that's what that's what I do with clients. That's what lawyers do with clients is talk about, let's talk about the really difficult stuff and how to either deal with it or explain it or deny it. But let's at least talk about it. All right, so that's enough on preparing for cross-examination. Um, you know, oftentimes having a positive theme about your case, 
you know, a positive theme about what your case is about will overwhelm any small negative details. But you got to be aware of, of where the, you know, shots are going to come from. All right, that's enough for today on cross-examination. This has been Ask Andy. How I hold people accountable, and I hope you have a great day.